Hello, I am Matt Williamson. This is the Locked On NFL podcast. I am at Williamson NFL. Um, not a ton to discuss. Oh, I've been letting you a, a big secret or the big announcement. I will tell you that on Monday. I promise, and I think you guys are gonna like it. I am very, very excited about it. Um, I've been doing this now since 2001. That was my first year at Pitt. Pitt, Akron, Browns, ESPN, talking to you guys since then. So we're going on close to three years, you and I, on this Locked On podcast. And this is going to be the first power ranks of the year. And here's what I'm doing. Is if they were to line up today, you know, so teams like the Bills and the Browns are obviously going to get a huge boost from the draft. And I'll probably do another one of these post-draft. But if they were lining up today, and I'm going to take the liberty to assume health, you know, like Wentz and Locke and Watt and those type of guys. I know that's optimistic. I know that's not how the world works. But I'm basically going to assume that guys, if we're not sure how healthy they are, are healthy. You know, so that being said, you know, even with luck, I have Indianapolis at 32. And I got to say, the bottom was harder to do than the top. I mean, there's a couple teams that I think are really strong. But I kind of feel bad for the five teams or so I mentioned at the bottom because I don't think that any of these teams are dreadful. I will, you know, and as we see more, I mean, I will change my mind and really frown on them. But now's the time of optimism. I always say that this time of year. Things are, you know, like I said, I'm assuming health, even though the world doesn't work that way. Um... All these draft picks are ahead. All the free agents people signed are going to solve problems. And the run defense that was bad last year is getting fixed. And this team has a new coach. And it's going to be, he's going to be Vince Lombardi. And, you know, I mean, everyone's optimistic this time of year, which is fun. I mean, which is great. And especially after the draft, I always say that too, that pretty much the day the draft ends is the best your roster is ever going to look all year. And we're pretty close to that peak, you know, in the season. So I got the Colts at 32. I got the Jets at 31, although I think they're making strides. They signed Pryor yesterday. They need all the receivers they can get. Latest report is Sue is very in, and the Jets are very interested in one another. That would be ginormous. I mean, him next to Leonard Williams. And I would imagine if that happens, it's basically because the Jets had the most money. You know, I mean, and they do. They have a ton of money. The Browns also have a ton of money. They're at 30. They just signed EJ Gaines, which I was going to work on a project, and I probably will do it at some point, where, and we talked about this not long ago, where if I was to list the best remaining free agents, Gaines might have been number two for me behind Sue. I mean, really good player. So this is a great pickup for the Browns. Totally revamping their secondary, obviously. Probably a little bit more work to be done with it in the, in the uh, draft. I still can't believe they got rid of McCourty for no good reason, but okay. Um, so, Gaines here is a very nice pickup. So, I got Colts at 32, Jets at 31, Browns at 30, Bears at 29. I'm not going to give you a huge tidbit on every team. We've been talking about all these. It's just where I see them right now. Bills fans hate me. I'm convinced of that. I have them at 28. I think if they played with the team they have right now, they would not win a lot of games. And I said that last year, and they got in the playoffs. I understand that. Miami's very close to the Bills. I have them at 27. So three teams in the AFC East in my bottom six. Miami at 27, Buffalo 28, 
uh, Jets at 31. Do me a favor. How would you rank those three teams? Take the Patriots out of it. How would you rank the AFC East? It's not very great. Um, another East team, the Giants are at 26. I got the Cardinals at 25. Good D, bad O. Uh, the opposite, true or true is well with the Ravens at 23. Good D, bad O. Pretty much, pretty set on that. Seattle at 22. I mean, when would be the last time you'd have the Seahawks in the 20s this time of year? You know, and I remember last year, my opening day power ranks were the Patriots way ahead of everybody else, Steelers in Seattle at two and three, and I wasn't sure who should go where, and then another gap. Gap after the Patriots, gap after Seattle and Pittsburgh. Now I have Seattle all the way down to 22. I mean, I think this is basically a rebuild for them. Um, San Francisco is certainly shooting up the charts. They're at 21. And I know people are really excited about the direction they're going and the stretch, how they finished up the season. And I get that, but they still have a lot of work to do. I mean, let's not say that they're... I mean, I hear people talking about, oh, they're the best team in the West. They're a contender this year. Like, I like where they're going. And I love Garoppolo, but I don't think they're going to be a playoff team. I mean, you know, you don't just build a roster overnight. Um, the Lions, to me, are at 20. The Raiders are at 19. Can't say I have a real great taste in my mouth about the Lions right now. You know, a lot of, or, the, or the Raiders, I mean. Um, their signings are pretty blah to me and old. Oh, there's one other signing I just want to throw out at you, too. Tom Johnson, he was a former Viking signed with Seattle today, too. And he's a pretty good upfield penetrator, rotate, rotate guy, a little undersized, can line up pretty much on the inside shoulder and anywhere in between of either tackle and, you know, that whole space in between on the interior and give you some pass rush. So I like that pickup for them. So, again, Seattle 22, San Fran 21, the Lions 20, the Raiders at 19, and maybe I'm being a little kind to the Raiders, to be honest with you. I mean, the more I think about that. Uh, Denver, let's just change that. We're going to put the Lions at 19 and the Raiders at 20. Um, it is kind of interesting. I know it's only one spot, but I do, I do keep this spreadsheet going all year round. And I think it's fun to say, well, the first time you did this year was March 23rd. And let's look at them week 10 as opposed to where you had them then. You know, like, it's just a fun spreadsheet to kind of look at. Denver at 18. Is that too optimistic? I mean, now they just have a quarterback. Are they a 7-9 and nine type of team? Maybe. Again, a lot of these teams look kind of good right now. Cincy at 17. Lines curtain to sort of shape up. I like that. Really like the moves the Bucks have made so far. And I got them at 16. Maybe with the arrow going up. And if they can add... You know, two more pieces on defense. You know, a, a great player, on the, even though he's a rookie. Uh, secondary help, you know, someone like that. Someone like a Derwin James or a Mika, Minka or somebody along those lines. Uh, I think Tampa Bay, but they're in a tough division. They're going to be definitely the, the heart. I mean, they're the, they're the best fourth place team that I have. I mean, I have them at 16, right in the middle. And, you know, they're the worst team in their division. So... Says a lot about the climb they're going to have this year. KC comes in at 15. I just, I love Mahomes. I just think there's going to be some growing pains. 
And maybe that's even a little too high for them. Maybe I should have them worse because I think their defense is pretty bad. And let's make that switch. Here we go. Boom. KC 16, Tampa 15. I said all good things about Tampa, basically. I was saying pretty much all bad things about Kansas City. But they're well coached. They got a lot of weapons. I mean, I think the offense will put up a lot of points, even though Mahomes will... He'll kill him two or three games, and he'll probably pull a game or two out that Alex Smith certainly certainly would have. I can't wait to watch, though. I mean, I'm really excited about Mahomes. So, again, KC 16, Tampa 15, Dallas at 14. They haven't done much. They did sign Alan Hearns. That's not the type of receiver I wanted them to add. I mean, I wanted them to add a burner. But any receiving help is needed there. I mean, it's just the facts. I mean, Hearns has played a lot of football in this league now. He's established. He's proven. They need that. You know, they, their receivers are pretty poor. Houston at 13, and they're a team that what you see is what you get. I mean, they're not going to get any better in the draft, really. It's not going to be like, boy, they scored this stud in the draft and now their O-line's fixed. But I'm assuming J.J.'s back and, Mer- you know, the defense I think should be really good. Watson and, you know, they have weapons too. Um, Tennessee at 12. I have a hard time finding big weaknesses with Tennessee. I, I like, I think it's become a very, very solid roster. And I think Mariota is going to break out this year as well. Uh, the Chargers at 11. Uh, Corey Legit, if you haven't heard, got a four-game suspension. I do think defensive tackle is maybe their biggest need. I mean, imagine if they added like Vita Vey or uh, Maurice Hurst or somebody like that. I mean, where they're picking, they should have a, a good good lineman fit set up there and really would be a nightmare considering the Bosa-Ingram situation there too. I mean, so Allegiant's been a little disappointing since signing that contract. Carolina at 10. Um, they signed Ross Cockrell today who quietly, I mean, he was a pretty good stealer. Certainly more of a zone cover guy, which fits perfectly with Carolina. And played really well for the Giants in what was a dismal season for them last year. So this is a real nice pickup. Um, I think he fits exactly what they want from the position. You know, he's not a superstar. He's not going to the Pro Bowl. But Ross Cockrell's still getting it done pretty well. Zone, dependable. I like that move a lot. If you remember, they had signed Breland. um, And he failed his physical. And he's still out there. So, um, obviously, they need help. Opposite Norman, I think I'd or not opposite Norman. Norman's not there anymore. What the heck am I talking about? Um, they traded Warley. Um, Bradbury's the top guy. Cockerell, I think, is your number two starter, and that's kind of what he is in his own scheme. Packers are at nine. I think the defense is improving. You know, I mean, you add Wilkerson. I think the pass rush, I think, is legit now, which is a big step up. And oh, by the way, Aaron Rodgers comes back. I was torn between Jacksonville. I have them at 8 and, and Green Bay at 9. If they played 11 games in Wichita, who are you picking in that one? I mean, very different teams. I like the direction the Jags are going for sure. You know, you pick up ASJ and especially Norwell to add to that offense. De- defense isn't going anywhere. They should run the ball really well. Um, but do we love Bortles? And do we love him versus Rodgers in 11-game series in Wichita? about that? Um, Atlanta, I think, is a really solid team. They haven't done much at all either. They come in at 7. The Saints at 6. And if they were to land Sue, they would be they'd move a couple more spots up. But I do think their defense improved. I really like the DeMario Davis pickup. I hope they can add an edge rusher in the draft of consequence. So, Saints are strong. Um, I got the Steelers at 5. They still 
haven't exactly fixed their linebacker situation, and I think that'll come in the draft. But good offense. Um, fell apart at the end against the Jags, but the Steelers are still a really good roster. I got New England at four. Brady, Belichick, Gronk. I mean, enough said. Um, they have some, you know, they have some holes. I mean, there's no doubt about that. I mean, Solder's loss is big. I think Deion Lewis's loss is big. So, not the powerhouse I thought they were one year ago. I got the Rams at three. The offense scored the most points in the league last year, and now the defense has Peters and Talib. You know. <laughs> oh, by the way, you know, I mean, studs. Vikings at two. A very, very complete roster, you know, and uh, I don't know the Cousins is any better than Keenum, uh, at least the 2017 version of Keenum, but we'd all rather have him. I mean, I'm not dismissing that. Defense is great. Um, again, not many holes. I mean, they got a, a pretty solid roster. I think they'll add a guard in the first round, hopefully, maybe another defensive tackle in the mix. And, and the Eagles, to me, have the best roster in the league. And I'm, you know, presuming Wentz is the man. But they have foals, obviously. Just won the Super Bowl, obviously. Kept guys I didn't think they would. Uh, Nigel Bradham comes to mind. Certainly didn't think they were going to add Haloti Nada and Michael Bennett, <laughs> who got himself in some trouble today, but I don't know the whole details of that. But we'll see what comes of it. Um, their line returns. P- I thought Peters might be on the outs. Is not. So, not because they won the Super Bowl, but I think they are, to me, the best team in the league right now. So, count them back super quick. Here's the uh, fast-forward version. Going 32-1, to like we used to do in football today. Indy, Jets, Cleveland, Chicago, Buffalo, Miami, Giants, Zona, Wash, Baltimore, Seattle, San Fran, Detroit, Oakland, Denver, Cincy, T-Bay, KC, Dallas, Houston, Tennessee, Chargers. Uh, Carolina, Green Bay, Jacksonville, Atlanta, New Orleans, Pittsburgh, New England, Rams, Vikings, and number one, the Eagles. There you have it. See you later.